0: Welcome to Southgate Vibes, a selection of the latest stories direct from Southgate Amateur Radio News. I'm Steve Richards, Gulf 4 Hotel Papa Echo, and in this podcast you're going to hear my personal picks of what is happening in amateur radio and the wider world of communications. Whether you're just starting out in ham radio or an experienced operator spinning around the spectrum for those rare and sometimes strange signals... I hope you'll find something to entertain you here. Welcome to Southgate Vibes. Here we go with podcast number 32. It's a bit of a bumper pack this time, so we'd better dive straight in. The International Space Station amateur radio activity has been quiet since the end of January, and we've got a report now from the ARIS team which explains why. Amateur radio on the International Space Station, known as ARIS, and its partners, are troubleshooting what might be keeping the November Alpha 1 Sierra Sierra amateur radio station off the air. An attempted contact with a school in Wyoming between Oscar November 4 India Sierra Sierra on Earth and astronaut Mike Hopkins, Kilo Foxtrot 5 Lima Juliet Gulf on the space station using NA-1SS, had to abort when no downlinking signal was heard. Having then realised there was a problem, ARIS has determined that the fault is not with the radio equipment on board the ISS Columbus module. ARIS International Chair Frank Bauer, Kilo Alpha 3 Hotel Delta Oscar, explained that during a 27th of January spacewalk to install exterior cabling on the ISS module, the coaxial feed line installed 11 years ago was replaced with another one built by the European Space Agency and Airbus. It includes two additional RF connectors to support the Bartolomeo payload hosting platform installed last spring on Columbus. Bauer said that on the 26th of January, prior to a spacewalk outside the ISS, the Columbus Next Generation radio system was shut down and the internal coaxial cable to the antenna was disconnected from the ARIS radio as a safety precaution. During the spacewalk, an external four connector coax feed line replaced the one with only two connectors. This change was made to allow the European Space Agency to connect some additional customers to the Bartolomeo platform. With the spacewalk completed, the crew restarted the ISS amateur radio station on the 28th of January, but no voice repeater or APRS downlink reports were heard, and no downlink signal was received during a scheduled schools contact. Bauer said that because the external cable is not an ARIS cable, they were working with the European Space Agency and NASA on a way forward. NASA has opened a payload anomaly report on this issue, and we hope to bring you an update on this situation in a future bulletin. Over in ERA, it's time to nominate and recognise the outstanding efforts of Radio Hams. This just in from IRTS. The Irish Radio Transmitters Society Awards Committee is seeking nominations for awards for services to the society or to amateur radio, and for awards to IRTS members for other achievements. The winners in these categories would normally be presented with their inscribed trophy or shield in person at the annual general meeting. However, due to COVID-19 restrictions, the trophies and shields will be inscribed but will not be distributed to the winners, except where a winner specifically requests delivery. The committee said that it was important that fellow experimenters and operators who work and put in effort on behalf of each amateur and for the society be recognised and rewarded. The committee asks for nominations for special awards to be sent to the awards manager at IRTS. The address can be found under this item on the Southgate Amateur Radio Club news website, southgatearc.org. You're listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. We'd love to hear from you. If you have a comment or a question, pop us over an email. Our address is vibes at southgatearc.org. That's vibes at southgatearc.org. You never know, we might feature your message in a future edition. Well, I operate weak signal data modes on 5 megahertz, the 60 meter band. And in recent months, I've been noticing some strong single sideband signals encroaching into this part of the spectrum. The International Amateur Radio Union are clearly worried about misunderstandings about transmitting close to the edge of the amateur bands. When transmitting, it's important that radio amateurs keep their transmissions completely within the frequency bands allocated to them. The International Amateur Radio Union Region 1 has recently provided some guidance concerning the 5 MHz or 60 meter band, which has now been permitted in many countries. Time and again, the question arises as to how close to the band edge you can legally go when transmitting in single sideband voice mode. Resulting from allocations permitted after the World Radio Conference 2015, the frequency range from 5351.5 to 5366.5 kHz, also known as the 60 metre band, is allocated to the amateur radio service on a secondary basis. This is the case for most of Europe, although it should be mentioned that the UK currently enjoys a wider 60 metre allocation. But let's use the European band edge of 5366.5 kHz for an example. So is it okay to transmit up a sideband as close as 5366.0 kHz? On an amateur radio transmitter, the so-called dial frequency indicates only the frequency of the carrier suppressed in single sideband. However, the actual speech modulation range for USB extends up to 3 kHz higher, in other words, to 5369 kHz. This means that a large part of that signal would be way outside the range assigned to the amateur radio service. That part of the spectrum covers a section of 60 metres intended for narrow band weak signal modes, such as WSPR, and thus such a signal leads to interference. The band plan indicates in the notes that in the case of the 60 meter band in upper sideband, the highest dial frequency to be set is 5363 kHz. Then the whole range of the modulation spectrum is below 5366 kHz, and thus both within the band and away from the weak signal narrow band mode section. As another example, the upper frequency limit of the 20 meter amateur radio band is 14350 kHz and thus the highest dial frequency that should be set in upper sideband mode would be 14347 kHz, that is, 3 kHz below the upper band limit. You are listening to Southgate Vibes with me, Steve, G4 Hotel Papa Echo. It's all about radio and the wider world of communications i picked out some of the latest stories from Southgate Amateur Radio News, and you can find a lot more by going to southgatearc.org. News now of some very interesting and pioneering work over in the United States, where the Army are working to increase their ability to intercept communications. It's fascinating stuff, but just remember, Big Brother is watching. Interesting news from the United States Army Research Laboratory. A new quantum sensor can analyse the full spectrum of radio frequency and real world signals, unleashing new potentials for military communications, spectrum awareness, and electronic warfare. Army researchers built the quantum sensor, which can sample the radio frequency spectrum from 0 Hz up to 20 GHz and detect AM and FM radio. Bluetooth, Wi-Fi and other communication signals. This so-called Rydberg sensor uses laser beams to create highly excited Rydberg atoms directly above a microwave circuit to boost and hone in on the portion of the spectrum being measured. The Rydberg atoms are sensitive to the circuit's voltage, enabling the device to be used as a sensitive probe for the wide range of signals in the RF spectrum. Dr. Kevin Cox, a researcher at the US Army Combat Capabilities Development Command, said that all previous demonstrations of Ryderberg atomic sensors had only been able to sense small and specific regions of the RF spectrum. But for the first time, the new sensor operates continuously over a wide frequency range. Cox added that this was a really important step towards proving that quantum sensors can provide a new and dominant set of capabilities for soldiers who are operating in an increasingly complex electromagnetic battle space. Researchers excite rubidium atoms to high-energy Rydberg states. The atoms interact strongly with the circuit's electric fields, allowing detection and demodulation of any signal received into the circuit. The Rydberg Spectrum Analyzer has the potential to surpass fundamental limitations of traditional electronics in sensitivity, bandwidth and frequency range. Because of this, this spectrum analyzer and other quantum sensors have the potential to unlock a new frontier of Army sensors for spectrum awareness, electronic warfare, sensing and communications, and this is part of the US Army's modernization strategy. Army researcher Dr David Meyer said that devices that are based on quantum constituents are one of the Army's top priorities to enable technical surprise in the competitive future battle space. Quantum sensors in general offer unparalleled sensitivity and accuracy to detect a wide range of mission-critical signals. The researchers plan additional development to improve the signal sensitivity of the Rydberg Spectrum Analyzer, aiming to outperform existing state-of-the-art technology. Dr Kevin Cox cautioned that significant physics and engineering effort is still necessary before the Rydberg Analyzer can integrate into a field-testable device. One of the first steps will be understanding how to retain and improve the device's performance as the sensor size is decreased. Dr. Cox said that the U.S. Army has emerged as a leading developer of such sensors, and we should expect more cutting-edge research to result, as this futuristic technology concept quickly becomes a reality. Well, that's it for this time. You've been listening to Southgate Vibes, stories about amateur radio and the world of communications, from Southgate Amateur Radio News. You can find these stories and many more daily reports at our website, southgatearc.org. Don't forget, we'd love to hear from you. You can get in touch by sending an email to vibes at southgatearc.org. So until next time, this is Steve Richards, G4 Hotel Papa Echo, signing off and wishing you best seven three.